under the ivy-covered trees, across the illuminated path. Beyond the Yard of Bone lies the sanctum of cinema, games, and geek culture. And if one rules naturally, with truth and without fear, they may enter the Order of the Midnight Ruler. The die is cast. Welcome, fellow travelers, to the Gaia Sanctorum. This is the Order of the Midnight Ruler podcast. We are your guides, Jameson. And I'm Scully. And today we will be discussing our experience at... C2E2. But first, a word from our sponsors. Social anxiety. Not a sponsored video. So yeah, uh, this weekend we took a, uh, a trip up uh, to Chicago uh, and went to C2E2. Uh, it was a whirlwind. And that's not just actually a pun about the wind in Chicago. The wind was pretty nasty. Well, the first two days were kind of cold. Yeah, I uh, mean, it, it is warmed up. February. It is the end of February. So, by, by what Sunday it was what in the early it actually high reached 50s. sixty. Yeah, it was almost sixty. Mm-hmm. It was gorgeous. But let's uh, let, I, we're going to discuss some things, maybe uh, some of our favorite stuff, and uh, I think really, honestly. Overall experience, first time, my first time, this is what, your second time going on? Oh, no, I've been to C2E2 many times. Many times. This is actually my first time going all weekend. All weekend. Yeah. Yeah. This is my first time, first time, first time going to Mm -hmm. uh, C2E2. And uh, I've been to many uh, Comic Cons, including New York Comic Con, which was is ginormous, in my opinion, one of the big three. Mm -hmm. And this was insane. It was definitely, it was an experience. Yes, it was an experience for sure. One that I definitely want to go back to now that I know what it's about. I think one of the big things for me this time of all the times I've ever been was a little bit more um, sensory overload. Y- yeah, that that's for sure. Like we did what? So we did Friday. We went up on Thursday, mm-hmm. uh, and then Friday we went in, which was opening day. Opening day was Friday, and we we may have done three quarters of the show floor. That well, day. I mean, the way that I always do, or the way that I kind of imagined doing it, was like the first day you see all the specials, you get all the things that were really exclusive or something that you really wanted. Right. I'm a big collector of statues and art, right. and I basically collect everything. I'm you're a hoarder. It's okay. You can I'm I'm a dragon. You're a dragon. Yes. I am a dragon. So I really wanted to see a lot of the you know what what the vendors had Mm -hmm. and then obviously with this particular c2e2 critical role was there yes and that was honestly my main reason for going and that's what pushed me really to go was that critical role was going to be there now unfortunately we did miss the live show that's mainly because of the way that they put out the tickets which honestly, I'm kind of, <laughs> I'm kind of okay that we did miss it because they had a bit of an issue. Uh, a lot of our fellow critters kind of had to stand well, it out in the cold for a little bit. It sounded like there was a security issue. Yeah. So it looks like from what I heard was, is they only had like a 
couple of security guards and they had to like individually wand uh, about 3,000 people. So, uh-huh. yeah, it was a Okay, so harder. it wasn't the scanning system no, the way that they made it sound right, originally. Originally, they said that it, it was, was ticket issues. Ticket issues, but what we heard was it was a security thing. So, you know, we weren't there. We really don't know exactly what happened. This is just coming secondhand. Secondhand. But needless to say, Apparently, even though they had to stand in the cold, it was well worth it. They still did an almost four-hour show or three-plus-hour yeah. show, and it was absolutely amazing. Warning, I have still yet to watch it, so no spoilers. No spoilers here. We won't, because neither of us are caught up, so don't worry. Um, so with with Critical Role being there, obviously Critical Role is a internet phenomenon. Uh, yeah, hands down. And they just bring in such a crowd but we were able to go to the the panel panel, yeah which was a big thing um but first what were your thoughts about the vendors there i it was overwhelming there was so much like I wanted to get so much. I mean, I didn't buy as much as I wanted to buy. Well, nobody buys as much as we want to buy. But, man, it was a nerd's one-stop shop for literally everything. Yeah. Uh, There was... I didn't even know what to think or what to say. I think I said the same thing out every everywhere I went that it was fantastic or amazing. And 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 I say that... But it literally was fantastic and amazing. And there were so many amazing artists and creators there. Not only the vendors, but also the people in cosplay. Oh, man. Um, Like, I wish I had a fraction of the creativity and chutzpah that, like, some of these people had. Well... I mean, when it comes to like the vendors, of course, you have the comic books, um, which to be interesting, to be honest, um, I didn't really find that there were a whole lot of like there were a lot of comic book vendors, but there weren't as many as I've seen in the past. Right. We did find some really cool uh, like indie comic guys, though. I I love indie comics. We bought a couple of them ourselves. Mm -hmm. I mean, I think that was our first purchase was comic books. Well, it was. (laughs) um, We met... You got a comic book. What what did you get? Yeah, I got a... um, indie comic it was it's an elsewhere sherlock holmes where watson is an american okay and it's uh i believe it's sherlock's like nephew or something like that i haven't read it yet it's, we just got home like what two days ago a day ago yes yesterday. yesterday yesterday sorry i'm still calm brain yeah uh so i haven't even got to read it yet but yeah, it looks great, uh, and I'm all about anything kind of like World War One, Victorian, weird, anything that has Sherlock in it. You're gonna pull me in. Mm-hmm. You're gonna pull me in. So I immediately saw that, and it was like, well, well this is awesome. I and mean, he was like, oh, it's only six bucks. I was like, I'll take both issues, and he signed them for free. Yeah, like, that's the one thing. If you meet the artists um, or the writers, a lot of times they'll sign them for free, which is great. Honestly, that's a little like that. thank you for buying mm-hmm. funding their their dream mm-hmm. 
the first one I purchased was actually a compendium of a lot of different comic books. Um, it was titled Cthulhu is Hard to Spell. And it has Cthulhu in like this weird, like anime-esque drawing yeah, like misspelling awesome. his name and crossing it out over oh, and over God, yeah. um and i met one of the authors of um how to summon the dark lord haster um johnny c signed it and that was really cool um i'm a huge fan of lovecraftian literature so that to me is something i really wanted to find um there wasn't as much cthulhu stuff though no there wasn't but i mean there was a lot of tentacle stuff <laughs> There's a lot, There's of, a tentacles lot of tentacles. Stuff. And I think my favorite vendor with tentacle stuff had to be Tentacle Kitty. Tentacle Kitty was a really fun. Yeah, okay. Different so right vendor. now you're listening and you're going Tentacle Kitty. And I'm like, yes. So if you go to tentaclekitty.com, you'll know what we're talking about. They're plushy animals. The top is a cat and the bottom is a squid. It literally is a stuffed cat head with a squid or tentacle Kabob. bottoms it is absolutely hilarious and some of them smell like cotton candy some we got so we got so yes so we bought one for our cat who's freaked out about it uh we also bought him tentacle mice yes so they're mice with tentacle tails that smell like cotton candy that he loves now warning the cat gets freaked out about everything so it uh, is what it is with a grain of salt yeah yeah not as bad as my cat who's afraid of his own shadow but he's pretty afraid of everything but as he's tangent. sulking away because he knows we're talking about him um well another indie brand that i found out about um they do a game called fight your friends which is like this weird gothic um mismatch was, were we with you when you find out yeah because that? that was the one with the squarriers they had oh the squarriers oh squarriers there's a you card know I'm game a sucker for anything with with squirrels there's a card game they did called Squarriors, which I didn't have a chance to pick up, but I picked up the graphic novel, and I've only just kind of glanced at it, but it looks hilarious. So it is squirrels, except they are militant, and they are territorial, and they like to fight. So I will definitely have to read and do a whole nother video about that but the fight your friends card game and the squarriors card games yeah. are two things that the artwork is excellent absolutely spectacular we might have to actually get it i like, think we should get it and i think we should record night, yeah have a squarrier night this yeah makes me want to get a i wish they had like a, i need to get a squirrel t-shirt i actually don't have one and i need a squirrel t-shirt um well also speaking of squirrels the unsanctioned uh, i believe that's what it's called unsanctioned event so magic the gathering has the oh, un cards yeah. so they have released with their new set a whole bunch of squirrel cards that's right you said that mm -hmm. and they also have my favorite card which is alexander clamilton although i did not um they're bringing back the earl of squirrel i guess uh no he was not in that okay but he is part of one of the un events or un um, yes sets um also c2e2 had not only board games where you could borrow and play yes but they had the arcade yeah we they had a classic arc well they had more than that so they had tables set up with like computers mm -hmm. and i 
theme console. I didn't explore that much into that part, but they had an actual like classic arcade cabinets. They have like Street Fighter and Alien, Robocop, uh, Golden Axe. Uh, Dance Dance Resolution. Dance Dance Revolution. They had, oh, jeezy. They had, um, there were so many I couldn't even remember. Uh, but yeah, it was, they had a whole line of computers set up with Gundam that you could play together, like in a line. You just hop in and play a game with somebody that was next to you. And that's weird. I didn't go and explore the it arcade. It was amazing. It really was. I was like, I get to play like Golden Axe for the first time. And did they have the old Mortal Kombat? I believe they did. Oh, dang. I missed it. I believe they did. They had a lot. And I mean, they did have a lot. They had a lot. Um, but yeah, I enjoyed. We stopped there for 10 minutes. I think I played Starcraft or something like that for like 10 minutes. I don't know. I know that. It was like Contra. And there was Contra there. And like, yeah. I know you guys went in and then I just kind of walked around because I was going after something. I can't remember what it was. Yeah, exactly. Oh, I know probably what it was. It was probably Wild Bill's. Uh, yeah, uh, yeah, Wild Bill's. So I think we spent more time at Wild Bill's Soda (laughs) than any other place at the con. We bought probably one of the most fabulous mugs I have ever ever had they had a rainbow metal c2e2 exclusive exclusive. um tumbler tankler tanker tanker i I don't know what you call it like i'm drinking tea out of it right now it is an absolutely fantastic mug it is super expensive because the mug itself was like 45 45 and then no it was 40 and then we opted for the free refills all weekend, all weekend which was an additional 15 so it was 55 dollars but it was really you get you can drink your literal fill yeah and they have a whole bunch of different uh, flavors butter beer almost right yeah they had a butter one which i know pin really liked yeah. i didn't like that one as much i liked the vanilla, vanilla. the orange was really good I'm and then for because i can only drink diet yeah you can only drink diet but their diet root beer man that it did not taste like diet yeah it was it was very good i highly recommend it um i really hope i know wildbills.com if you want to look at their mugs yeah you can look at their mugs um I know that they were scanning our badges because they're trying to get better spots for the next con. Yeah, because right, they had three spots this year, and they're trying to either be able to keep the three spots they have for next year uh-huh. or possibly get more spots, yeah. which would be great because even though they had three spots, there was a line. There was a line. Everywhere. No, there was, what, how many thousands of people could you would you think would have been there like i wish three? i would have actually gotten the numbers oh it was way more than three would, because there was probably was five more. to six thousand so on saturday my experience with this is friday is an amazing time to go it is um it's it's got a good crowd but it's not crazy you can still get through and see things without um uh you know bumping into people really saturday Saturday felt like uh, being in a sardine can. Part of that, though, I think was the Critical Role stuff. Yeah. like So we did the panel. We went and saw another panel. 
walked around a little bit more. And by about four o'clock, I would say, what was it four four thirty, right on Saturday? I'm sorry, say that again. About four or four thirty, we were about done. Yeah, I mean, there was a lot going on, um, and we, the amount of vendors and the amount of um, just people there. There's a lot going on. You have yeah. a lot of cosplayers you're looking at. You're looking at all the vendors that are trying to sell their wares. Yeah. Uh, you have very unique things um, like um, Bathomet. Bathomet. Cosmetics. Oh, my God. Uh, they did. Um, they the did... symbol alone for that company is fantastic. <laughs> it was Bathomet in a bathtub, and I just loved it. Yeah. Um, but they had very unique things. Uh, you had you know, all the different vendors you had. How about uh, the, the Saint Candle? Uh, oh, yes. Uh, they were all like different celebrities, but they were like candles, like the Saint Candles. Like, they had like Saint Bob Ross and Saint... Saint David Bowie, Bowie and Saint... Saint yeah, um, like, uh, one Anthony Bourdain. They had oh, yeah, like they had. everyone. And they had Azurafel and Crowley. And yeah, it was... That was probably one of my favorites. By the end of the con, I was looking for more stickers than anything else. If mm-hmm. they had a set of stickers or stickers for each one of those, I would have bought I'm one. I'm surprised they didn't do stickers. I didn't surprise. Like, they had magnets. I really wasn't looking for a magnet. I yeah. wanted something that I could put on my computer or on my tankard or, you know, something of that nature. I One of my favorite vendors was Darwin and Wallace, the taxidermy guys. Yeah, They had the um, the Death Head Moth um, yeah. on the poster of um, Silence of the Lambs. Yes. So you get the taxidermied moth as well as the poster, and I thought that was amazing. I did not buy that. I kind of regret not buying that. Yeah. Uh, speaking of uh, Silence of the Lambs, um, so I got a one of my favorite vendors uh, is someone named Hanako Lambert, and you can find her at this is Hanako, and that's on Instagram and Twitter. Uh, you can find her at this is Hanako uh, dot uh, store uh, com if you're looking for her uh, wares. Uh, but she had an enamel like chibi uh, Silence of the Lamb moth. Pain. Which I needed, but I didn't get. I, you know, I should have gotten it too. I really, really wanted it, but I bought from her a chaotic gay D twenty. It might be one of my favorite purchases of the con. That one is pretty cool. It's pretty awesome, and uh, I'm really the artist. Alley was overload sensory overload yeah because you didn't you not only had the comic book artists but you had just regular artists Artists that were doing fantasy based almost all of them were fantasy based most of them were fantasy based Mm -hmm. yeah there was how many from a to z literally a to z Mm -hmm. we how many times did we go down those aisles and every time we would find something different well, as I said, I mean, it's just sensory overload. And like the you first just... night we went through it, the whole thing, we're mm-hmm. like, there's too much. It's just too much. But of course, we go back to see you know, a lot of the things that we do really like. Mm-hmm. Uh, one of my favorite artists um, was uh, part of a company called Angel Arium. Mm-hmm. And you can find them at angelarium.net. Uh, they do a weird uh, 
more realistic versions of the angels. Like, mm-hmm. one of my favorite was Azazel, the Angel of Sacrifice. They do the angels, they do the watchers, they do mm-hmm. uh, the uh, Zodiac. They do a lot of really, really unique um, takes on the angels. And mm-hmm. I really enjoyed their stuff. And um, I would have easily purchased a lot there but if we had an expendable income we would need another car to take all the stuff home that we had bought we had i really had to wrangle myself in because i bought a cons i even though i didn't think i did i bought a considerable we, we both bought a considerable amount <laughs> yeah like um what i mean i'm trying to think of other um i have one uh there so my spouse and i bought stuffed taxidermied animals so i'm gonna just say that again that are stuffed taxidermy animals so it's just like the front half of them on like colored pieces of wood that you can hang on your wall uh i got a t-rex that i named maurice and he got a chicken that he, he put right outside our bathroom door you walk down the hallway in case you didn't know chris and i are roommates <laughs> You walk down the hallway to the kitchen, and there's this random stuffed chicken head sticking out of the wall. It that is scares scared me. the crap out of you <laughs> every, time. every time. And then you just realize it's just it's a just chicken. A, it's just a stuffed chicken. Uh, the, her name is Jen, and you can find her at zugu.com. That's Z-O-O-G-U-U.com uh, for purchases. Uh, she is a Zugu on uh, Instagram as well. Uh, they are awesome, super talented. I think we went through we went to her booth like three times, at least three times. You yeah, you went there quite a bit. Yeah, I was really. Uh, there is one of her helpers is also an illustrator, uh, and she you can find her information through uh, the main Zugu site as well. Yeah, well, one of the vendors that I visited multiple times was, um, and I'm. Do apologize to the guy because I'm going to butcher his name, but Narjinan Art, that is N A J A R I A N Art. Um, his name is Steven. He does a lot of fantasy. He did um, several illustrations, uh, digital illustrations mm-hmm. um, of, of the Lord of the Rings. He did some of. Um, he did mostly that was the dragon booth where he had oh, all the, the different dragon dragons. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, he did Lord of the Rings. He did stuff from Game of Thrones. Mm-hmm. He had one that was called the Heart of Winter. Of course, me being a Dresden Files fan, I'm like, uh, oh, it's oh, that's Arctis the, that Chor. was the Dresden Files guy. Yeah. Yes. Well, no, he wasn't the Dresden Files guy. He was the one that um, I was talking to really in depth. He had the different dragon play mats. Um, oh, okay. Yeah, because he was in the middle. Had, like, the, there was the other the one critical, who had yeah, the critical stuff. Mm-hmm. And he was the, the Dresden, Harry he Dresden. Had, he had a Harry Dresden. Um, I forget his name, but his art was really good. Um, I mean, I followed a lot of people on Instagram after this. <laughs> I was about to say, they were all amazing. They were. There wasn't one that was not overwhelmingly fantastic. Yeah, but this guy, the the um, the one I talked about, was did a lot of uh, dragons and scenery. But the one thing I thought was really interesting about a lot of these artists, and I don't know if you noticed it, but they had a lot of play mats. Yes. Which I know that's like a really big thing right now, but I could have literally just like bought my weight in play mats with uh, all this amazing artwork. Yes. 
it's just not there is not just that there are craft people leather workers mm-hmm. how was it was it tea and absinthe we went to a booth called tea and absinthe and had some of the best smelling tea i have ever seen in my life we will have to get some of those teas ironically um they had one a lot of it's based off the geeky stuff so they had you know one for all the doctors Doctors, they had one supernatural supernatural um they had one they had one for all the hogwarts houses and one of the ones i gravitated towards was called ambition i just happened to grab it and i smelled and i'm like oh this is amazing and then i looked and it was like inspired by slytherin and i was like oh how perfect i felt a little attacked (laughs) just a little bit that's called subconscious that is subconscious but they had so many amazing Uh, ones because there was that one peach one i'm blanking on the name uh, of it i thought that was made that was made for princess peach oh was it for princess yeah it was made for princess peach i guess that would make sense yeah oh my it was the everything about all those teas were just amazing i want all of them but they're they're so expensive it was like eight they weren't that expensive like compared to a, a lot of or something like that compared to well a pound of or was it 16 well a pound of um tea is a lot yeah so it I was mean, like eight dollars for like a half a pound of the tea or something like that yeah well we haven't gone to their website yet like i said we just got back yesterday but i went we on had their, to make I, an episode i wanted this. to I, i've been on their website and i think for compared to a lot of the teas that i purchased because you know i'm right, we, bougie that way yeah right um I thought their prices were really good. Um, they have really good deal on absinthe accessories since I drink absinthe yes. a lot. Um, tea and absinthe. Yep, tea and absinthe. Highly recommend it. Um, then you have the blonde swan hats. Oh yeah, that 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 was some amazing. What a great haberdashery! It was. It was definitely. Um, definitely interesting. Uh, they do a lot of leather work. Uh-huh. Um, just the inspiration because i believe they are also the ones that had the leather fezes based off the doctor yes uh they just had a huge array of hats uh, most of them leather but great people um that's one thing i want to say is everyone that we met that were vendors or artists were friendly mm-hmm. inviting they wanted you to be there. They yeah. wanted to talk to you, even if you weren't purchasing anything. Mm-hmm. They wanted you. They wanted to interact with you. They did. Then they like to get the one thing I like about a lot of these vendors is they're looking for feedback. Right. They're looking for um, ways to improve and get more clientele, yeah, and uh, yeah. I think that's great. That was my thing. Is like when you just stop to look at their art, and they were like, "Hey, how are you?" Thanks for stopping by. Like, oh, do you want a card? Like, mm-hmm. they weren't sell. They weren't giving you the hard sell. Yeah, they weren't giving you the hard. Wanted to make, I did get a couple of those. Oh, you got a couple of the hard sells. I got a couple okay. of those because I was looking at the. Which um, you can't blame them for. I can't blame them. I mean, I worked what in there sales, for. so this is their livelihood. I understand that. Um, there was one I was looking at the embroidery mm-hmm. on um, a cloak, and he was really. 
I saw that. Looking that to sell me. Guy. Yeah, he was looking to sell me a cloak, which he was super nice, don't get me wrong. But I was looking at the embroidery because of a project I'm working mm, on. Yes. And that's um, why I was here. I wasn't interested in a cloak because I make my own very easily. Right. So understandable. So it's hard sometimes to say yeah. no when they're giving you the hard self. But my experience was is that they were all extremely nice and you going up to them, telling them that their their art is is great is almost as much of a gift as buying something from them. Mm-hmm. And a lot of the times when we were there Friday, Saturday, we were like, Well, we don't want to we can't purchase the thing right now. Give us a card. Mm-hmm. We'll be, we, we always asked, Hey, are you going to be here all weekend? And they're always like, yeah, we'll be here all weekend. And we're like, Oh yeah, we'll be back. Don't worry. And a lot of the times mm-hmm. that we were. Yeah. But one of the things I really like talking about the artist, you were able to really get the artist in depth, mm-hmm. um, look into what they did. Mm-hmm. So there was one artist, this Sienna art studio, is that the one with the canvas card? That's the one. Their card was actually printed on canvas, which I think is fantastic. That is so great. But she illustrated things and painted things in numbers and equations. Oh, that's the cello and the heart. Uh-huh. Oh, it's like when science and freaking art meets. It was absolutely spectacular. She did this cello. And then up for the strings, she actually wrote the different hertz mm-hmm. on the strings based on where the fingering was placed. And it was yeah. just absolutely fantastic. I was like, "What? that is, that's a lot. Yeah. Well, the amount of research she would have had to, to have do, done to, to, do, to that. do that illustration was absolutely spectacular. You mm-hmm. can find her at Sienna Art Studio on Instagram and Etsy. And you can also find her at SiennaArtStudios.com. Highly recommended. They were super nice. They were very informative. And the art was spectacular. Especially if you like that, like, Vitruvian Man style artwork where it's more line art. mm -hmm. And there's a beauty to the unpolished. I wouldn't say unpolished because it was certainly polished. But it had a rougher look to it than a finished, like, anime art. Yeah, no, it was... was I didn't even know it was like symbols and words. Yeah, because it's so... I had to get up close to it. When you got up close to those, Mm -hmm. then you can see the equations. Yeah, I guess it would be like... Oh, they turned over the paintings and they had the equations printed on the back. They did have the equations and uh, also what they were. Yeah, what they... I'm like... Yeah, it was very much along the lines of like the... um, I cannot think of the artist, but the the Chicago Art Institute, it is that painting that was done on stippling the yes, I'm um, sure Sunday afternoon on mm-hmm. the yes. whatever. I'm totally blanking. Um, it's basically like that where at a distance you see this is just a beautiful piece of art. But when you get up close, it's you see so how it's all put yeah, together. Yeah, yeah. Um, but also one of my absolute favorite um was from real fantastic art it was the one where a painting that i'm actually going to purchase is that the one with the captain akbar and the wicked witch (laughs) yes oh man he did illustrations full portraits he did cap uh, admiral akbar yes in a like navy admiral suit with all the medals and the, he did this beautiful portrait of the Witch of the West, oh, which is called man. No Rest for the Wicked. And I, we both were like, 
Wow. It was like, what? He said, was it 200 or 400? Well, online it was available for 200, but, but the, the, the con he had one that was framed and it was a lot more. I don't remember the price. It was stunning. But I like that a lot of the artists had different levels and different sizes for purchase mm -hmm. because, you know, not everyone can spend you know, several hundred dollars yeah, $700. on a um, 18 by 24 painting, mm -hmm. you know, but you can spend $20 for a 10 by 14 yeah. or whatever. Yeah. So I love the fact that most artists had that. Mm -hmm. uh, and just, there's just so much. I think one of my favorite things about C2E2 is getting to interact with some of my favorite stuff mm -hmm. honestly like going to the wormwood table mm -hmm. yes and interacting with them and being like i love you guys i watch worm life every day like yeah you're a little addicted to that one i i can't help myself it's hilarious it is really it feeds good into my my fandom well you had um level up dice you level had, up dice they were super nice um, oh the my seven hundred dollar tungsten dice yeah that <laughs> one was um, i was like when they were like it's seven hundred dollars i was like i can't breathe <laughs> Um, although the stainless steel, the food grade stainless oh, steel one was that really you can cool. Use in your drinks. Yeah, they were like, oh, when you're not actually using them, you can put them in the freezer and put them in your drinks. I'm like, that is how you sell me dice. That's how you sell me dice, that you could use these in your drinks. I was like, okay. But I loved the cage dice by Level uh, Up Dice. The pink ones? Well, I mean, they had different colors. I liked the pink ones personally. They were great, honestly. Um, and just the the science behind getting them because they're pretty much seamless they are yeah I, they're just fantastic yeah but one of the things i like about going to a con in general is the cosplay oh man there that's in its own rights was overwhelming there were so many good cosplayers and there weren't any that i would say are were like lazy cosplays except for us well, yes, us. I mean, I wore my Quidditch sweatshirt or sweater and uh, my a, robe. I went as goth hop. Yes. Which I got a couple comments on, which I didn't expect. Yeah, I got a couple comments on my robe, but yeah. I mean, it's a Hogwarts robe. Everyone's seen it. Right, exactly. Um, so who were your top five? I think that the couple of them are we share. Yeah. Because my top one, I think we both share, is is the labyrinth cosplay the jareth and sarah there was a couple that oh, went as jareth man. and sarah then his makeup was so on point it was right out of he he might as well be david bowie yeah uh my number two would be the rhinestone stormtrooper the rhinestone it was so fabulous Sponsored by <laughs> Yeah, I don't know whether they were. I mean, they. I want to know how much money he spent or she spent. We don't know. We don't know because they were masked the entire time. Mm -hmm. So we don't know the gender of the person underneath the helmet. But all we know is the amount of money that had to have gone into this cosplay. Well, must the have amount been of time because astronomical. You have to place each one of those stones by, by hand. hand. There had to be a team. There had to have been a team. I don't know. More than a couple people doing that. And his gun was... Was clear. It was crystalline. Crystalline. Like, what the hell? That man won. 
CTV too. I mean, he or I'm sorry, well, I, I can't man. say man. Yeah, we don't know the we gender. don't know we don't know the gender, which is no problem, whatever. Yeah. But like the person won C two E two cosplay in my mind. Yeah. Um, my third would be uh, Mando and the Mando, baby Yoda. Who we randomly actually got to meet at a burger place on our last day in Chicago. Yeah, and we got to see he actually made. A silicone Baby Yoda. 3D printed. 3D printed. And that was fantastic. It was. We were sitting there and we looked over and we were like, is that a Baby Yoda doll? And then they were like, yes. And they brought it closer and he had hand laid hair on its head. Like even the ears wiggled organically. It was it was out of this world. No pun intended. Um, I was going to have to say um, the... We probably show this one too. When we went to panel to see Critical Role. Oh, yes. The uh, Ford and Yasha with the gigantic like broadsword. Yeah, there was a cosplayer who had a huge foam broadsword. And they were like... And Fjord's makeup was on spot point. on. Spot on, on point. And I mean, I saw a lot of both of them. And mm-hmm. they were, to be honest, I think she got up on stage to do yeah, the dance contest. She got, um, mm-hmm. she got a, a huge standing ovation to go up on stage and dance. Yeah, 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 yeah. I thought it was great. Um, besides that, I did see a bunch of Percy's, which of course is my favorite. Mm-hmm critical role character and there there i mean a dozen at least female male like they just all were uh, fantastic well my number five would be all of the jesters we had one staying literally across the, the hotel floor from us and they were there were so many amazing jesters it was not even funny it was and i you know since Critical Role was there, we knew. We knew there was going to be a lot of Critical Role cosplay. I but, man, I mean, the Jesters, away. the Percy's. The Molly Mocks. The Molly Mocks. There was a couple um, Caduceuses. Caduceus. Oh, the, I saw a couple really amazing Caduceuses. Yeah. Caducei? Caduces? I don't know what the plural would make. I don't know what the, the plural. Fellow travelers, please tell us what the, the plural of Caduceus is is it Caduce I or Caduceus is, or would it just be Caduceus and that's or would the it would it be like moose? Meese. Like there is a moose. There are many moose. Many moose. So is there Caduceus and many Caduceus? One of the interesting things that I saw, and at first I was like, "Oh, that's really cute," and then. After the pattern started developing, I was like, okay, this is a little, I wouldn't say weird because I thought it was really cool. I thought it was really fun, but there were a lot of female couples or um, more feminine couples that were Azurafel and Crawley. Uh, There was one couple that pulled it off. Oh, there there was several there, that were they amazing. They passed by me, and I was like, "Wow, like that is some amazing costuming." Mm-hmm. And, uh, the hair was perfect, down to the outfits and the suits. 
Yeah, they I were was... so amazing. But it was just one of those weird things where, like, y- you always look for patterns, or at least I always look for patterns, mm-hmm. where it, it just became a pattern this year. And I don't know whether it's just because it, you know, recently came out, um, but I thought it was really interesting that there was a lot of more feminine body Versions types of them. And which, which plays into the whole angel demon thing. Though the funniest one I saw, there was a little little girl mm-hmm. dressed up as Ray, and she was sword fighting this like big burly like six foot something dude and it was the funniest thing i'd ever seen ever um so props to the guy for sword fighting the little one the mother was dying laughing. I hope yes. she videotaped it I because she she it was absolutely adorable. But, I mean, there was everything. I mean, there was the, uh, there was the, the, the Star Wars inspired Dalek that was being driven I around. I miss the Star Wars oh, Dalek. Oh man, I just showed you that. That was awesome. There was so much. It was over overwhelming. overwhelming. There were a lot of Jodie Whittakers. There was a lot of Jodie Whittakers. There was also a lot of... I saw like a, a, six David Tennants. Mm-hmm. I saw a handful of Matt Smiths. I didn't see any Matt Smiths. Oh, yeah. I saw like four or five Matt Smiths, and they were real good, too. And then, interestingly enough, there wasn't a whole lot of like classic superheroes. They were like... Um, there were a lot of Robins, which I thought was a lot. Was of Robins. Odd. I saw a lot of Spider-Men. Spider-Man. There's always going to be Spider- uh, um, Spider-Man and Deadpool. I saw a Cyclops. Um, I, I, I saw a Cyclops. I saw like a full-on like 90s Cyclops. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, like full-on hot blue and yellow. Oh, gotta yeah. love the blue and yellow. Uh, like 90s cla- like anime, animated uh, Cyclops. Uh, no Professor X. I was surprised. No Professor X. No Magneto either. I was surprised about that. Of um, course, you always have Harley Quinn and Poison Ivy. I saw the Joker if you're an iteration Several of the Joker, Jokers. including the Joaquin Phoenix Joker, mm-hmm. who's in the 42nd uh, C2E2 uh, blurb. Yeah, he's along with Mando. Along with Mando and the uh, Ryan Stone, Ryan Stone uh, Stormtrooper. Yeah, oh my god, he was just, he was amazing. Uh, Or they, I guess I should keep on saying uh, they were amazing because we don't know. know, uh, Liberace smiling down on him. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Let's see. Elton John is endorsing the Stormtrooper. Elton Don, Elton Don and Donatella Versace approve. Approve Um, of that man's cosplay. The... There were a couple cloud strifes. Yes, man, those with the sword, with the with the buster mm-hmm. sword, like oh man. Of course, there are a lot of us um, Harry Potter nerds Absolutely. who dressed up with our Hogwarts colors. I mean, when else do you have a chance to do that? Right. There was a guy dressed up as Bacchus from. Yes, I got from the, the magicians. The magicians, and I actually got to strike up a conversation with him, and he was a super nice guy. Yeah, he was like, super nice. So nice. I I got to take a picture with him and talk about the show. That's another thing. All the cosplayers, they were all so nice. They were. They were all like, "Hey, can we take a picture with you?" Yes. 
My, I did the, the wrong thing on the first day. I took a bunch of pictures of people and then forgot to ask them if I could post it on social media. Yeah. So I literally went through my entire phone on Friday and deleted all the pictures I took. Well, I wouldn't have deleted them. I would just kept them. Um, and then on the next day, I just took more pictures and asked for, and asked for uh, permission. Yeah. I mean, it's it's one of those things. There are so many amazing, talented people that if you don't go for three days yeah it's, you have to there's there's no way to doing it in one day there there really isn't and you miss so much especially with the week, panels it would be better even if it was a week long you'd still miss out on some stuff yeah there is so much um yeah so uh, for now i think that's our experience with uh a c2e2 uh we're hoping to go back next year and uh, uh so for me uh, that's my experience. And mine as well. I mean, we were both there. <laughs> we were both there. So, okay. Uh, join us next time when we have Frankenstein's Monster and we talk about dating tips. See you next episode. See you next episode. Thanks for joining us. We hope you enjoyed this episode. If you'd like to keep the conversation going, you can follow us on Twitter and Instagram at Oh, Midnight Roll. Also, feel free to like, rate, and review us wherever podcasts are located. Until next time, good morning and momentum mori.